Do you believe in miracles? Got Fizzle in the house. Fizzle, what what's up, good, Fizzle? man? Fizzle, glad to have you here. Let's go. This the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you hit it, day. Hit that Patreon link if you hit a stay. Dynasty best ball, that's my favorite way. 40 chess trade show. Let's make a trade today or check the AMA. You know Adam at the ATM. Mike always in the building. He gonna stay with him. They gon' start every show off with their own trade yeah. Fantasies a big ocean, they made their own wave Make sure you tap in there Tuesdays and Saturdays Tuesday night, Saturday morning, ain't no better way Hit that notification bell when the news break Go subscribe right now, don't get the news late Destination Devi, that's the team Dynasty football, man, that's my favorite thing I remember Biggie said it was all a dream Now people watching on their phone and computer screens Welcome to the team Let's start the show Our boy Brandon um, Our boy Koopa Troopa here Sign me the fuck up That really does help the team a lot really does. Sign me the fuck up Sign me the fuck up for that deal too I like what yeah. I like, you know what I mean? Like I don't go to McDonald's and order something different Because I want to expand my portfolio No I'm basic, man. My ass man. is in there. I know I'm what I like. Quarter powder with cheese guy. Every time. Let's go. Uh, Mike, you didn't see in the comments, but uh, T-Rock told me to, so I did it. Um, All right. He said, quick ATM fart and Mike's drink while he's gone. And so I had to do it. That's it's in that bottle. As soon as you open it, it's going to smell like shit. <laughs> uh, I ain't going to lie. I probably pissed on the floor. My wife's going to kill me in the morning, but fuck it. You better wipe that <laughs> shit up, then. Um, I got you after this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep trying to cut to I have no idea what the fuck is going on anymore. <laughs> he won't think that of. Keep trying to cut. Tits ass. Keep trying to cut. Go. Keep trying to cut. Tits ass. Beach. That is a tongue twister, my friends. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Dynasty Trade Show. And if you're watching this, just keep in mind, we recorded this before the NFL draft, so any opinions that we have in here may change depending on what happens in the draft. And it could be a wild shit show. We appreciate you guys tapping in. And a little fair warning. Fair warning. I have a feeling we'll be talking about one Jameson Williams and his trade value going forward. The uh, two, it was, two, three episodes ago, Adam, we did uh, one that featured J-Mo, and uh, yes. people hated me. Uh, sure did. They're going to they're going to hate me even more. So how you doing, buddy? You ready to uh, talk some JMOs, more Dynasty trades, and uh, let the hate flow. Bring it on. It's uh, it, it's good. It, it's always disappointing to see those type of suspensions, the amount of players that were involved. I have a feeling that you know this will be something hopefully players get smarter on and realize you're not going to get away with this uh, gambling, even if it's just on the team facility, not even on the NFL. Like It's in the, it's in the bylaws. They're going to be harsh on it. Don't do it. Sucks for Jamison Williams, but uh, I got a feeling that that was the big news piece in between the dr- uh, the draft that's going to come up Thursday. You'll have already seen the first two days when you're watching this and what we have going on with kind of like everyone just being so excited for that. This is the piece of news that everyone wants to talk about, so it's probably going to be what everyone traded in. And speaking of which, we start off with one of our own before we do that. Oh, boy. Patreon.com forward slash South Harmon if you want your deals featured on this show. Um, but first, we're going to start off with one of our own, and that's 
one Iowa Michael who's going to go back to the well on Jamison. Let's see what the kid did. <laughs> there we go, man. Jacoby Myers in the 112, and I sent away J-Mo in the 206. This is a 2QB, 12-team, 2-tight end, best ball. The whole works. Yep. The whole works. It is uh, – Adam, I think I got some hate on the uh, Jamison Williams for the 111 uh, a few episodes back. Uh, we, we went down one more pick. <laughs> one more pick. And uh, I get Jacoby. Jacoby thrown on top, but I do send a in a mid mid second round pick in this class in a best ball league, which is pretty I mean, it's got some good value to it. Man, I'm just ready to get off of Jameson Williams, man. I just liquidate any shares. There's for the longest time, man, he is one of the most propped up dynasty assets there was. Period. Point blank. I mean, you can you can fight me in the comments if you want. Uh doesn't really matter. Uh, fight, fight me all you want, Adam, but he was wide receiver 18 for a lot of people for the longest time. He had one fucking catch last year, Adam. One catch in nine games. He, he, I don't know. You'd probably have to go look at the stats. Did he have more tackles playing a gunner on the punt team than he had catches? It's got to it be was, close. Right? It was, well, it was similar though, I think. I don't think there was much done on the gun team as there was when he did line up Even and snaps. Though. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think what's what's really interesting, though, is uh, at this point, like the way I signaled and, and view this is like 206 and Jacoby Myers, I think there's a lot of people that would say they'd rather the 206, but I think that's truly a fair trade, honestly. I think he's a, I think Myers is a second-round pick yeah. worth in value. I'd, pro- right? I'd probably want to play a little bit less. Um, lineup <clears throat> league, I'd, I don't think I'd buy Jacoby for that. You know what I mean? Best ball league, yes. Lineup, I no. Best ball. a lot cl- closer. <clears throat> I'm with you 100%. I would not be buying for a second Jacoby Myers in a lineup league right now. In best ball league, even start 10, I'm more than comfortable sending a mid-second in this class for him in best ball. So uh, I think if you kind of say, even let, let's even lean the pick, right? But, but those are close. Like th- the way I look at it is then you're just basically getting his first, even though it is 112 and people are very not as high on that pick as we once thought we might be, right? Like you're getting a, a full first value, I think, out of Jamison Williams or, or darn near for a first because let's even say it's not quite a win for Myers it's, it's not even even if you want the 206 so it's it's like a back end first late se- uh, early you know er- early second for JMO I think right now that's more than I'm more than willing to do that based on what's happening I'm kind of curious your, your thoughts on him though are you at this point you're just so out like what would you actually one for one like lowest pick in this class you'd go to Right now, sitting here today, yes, uh, pro- probably two hundred four. Okay, would be the the lowest <clears throat> I would accept. Because I think we kind of talked about this before. One twelve and two hundred four, they're similar as far as what right. you're probably going to get in those spots. Right. Uh, the mid second, like the two hundred five, two hundred six, like it's in the ballpark. It's not crazy, Adam. I just think that with the sentiment surrounding JMO, even after the suspension, even after that, we know he didn't do anything. Uh, you know, you, you see the comments, <laughs> you see the comments on the trade show about him. I think he carries more market value still. Uh, so the plunge isn't going to be that big, but if I'm just looking at it, man, what's really the difference between like him and Josh Downs or what's the difference between him and Zay Flowers or QJ or hell Adam at this point without knowing draft capital, but just judging off a of prospect, like what's the difference between him and Marvin Mims? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're right. both, they're both very similar. Just. We don't know what they're going to do at the NFL level. We don't know what Jamison Williams is going to do at the NFL level. I loved him as a prospect, and I loved him his his only year that we got to see him at Alabama, right? The only year in his college career he did anything. 
But then he tore his knee up. We knew it was going to be a while. You know, they weren't going to rush him along. I, I get all those points, but right. Adam, when he did play, he did nothing. Nothing. And it isn't like he missed all 17 games recovering. He he missed half the season. Right. And still did nothing in the nine games he played. So, at this point, man, it's it's a they're the same thing, right? The 204, the 205, or Jameson Williams. It's the same damn thing, in my opinion. It's all just about people letting go of the name <laughs> and just just going with what actually is is going on with the player. So and anywhere me- I can get off a of JMO for anything like 204 or better, uh, easy, easy money. And if it's, you know, you got to add some other pieces, like somebody wants to get off Jacoby Myers in this case and they want right. a 206 back, cool. as long as that, that swap is very similar in my book, like I'm all for it. I do it every single time. Yeah, I, I can I can get behind it. Let me ask you: this. Is there a scenario where you would buy Jamison Williams on a rebuilder right now? Yeah, probably like uh, late second, pretty easily. Yeah, I think I, I think we would. I think that's definitely true. If, if you can get a late second sent away for Jamo, I think you should absolutely do it. Smash I, I th- it! I think, I'd do that. I think probably you're going to have to send it worst a mid though, and I, and that's where right. it's dependent on what you believe. I think the one thing about Jamison Williams is it felt like. The one thing that uh, that we did see this year is that there was basically a built-in excuse for him, which kept his value propped up. And I'm almost wondering, because he does have really high draft capital, and it was a name that people like, if there's going to be another excuse here where he still has this insulated value. Now, it, it's going to be probably fictitious because we haven't seen anything, and he's going off of, I mean, it's going to be almost two full years since he's done anything on the field. But will his value just carry that um, baked in like excuse again because it's oh he just he's a young kid he was gambling blah blah blah, right? I'm kind of curious to see what the market actually does on him because I know right now it obviously dips, but I'm kind of curious to see what happens when he's coming back from that six game suspension because that one's going to be hard to view because everyone it feels like wants and believes in JMO. Mm-hmm. I think you have the uh, kind of the baked in excuse till about week eleven or week twelve. Right. If he hasn't done anything like that after he comes back from his suspension, it's done. <laughs> well, like, it, he is Jalen Regner, face planter territory, Sky Moore. <clears throat> like, you got to find the one guy in your league who believes in him to even get a third out of him. I'm with you. And I think if you hold too long, I think if you were to do that, I think you should understand that there's probably going to be another little value bump. If you can, let's say, buy for a mid second right now, when he's about to get back on the field, you might be wanting to look to sell again and just take a right. little net in profit if you were going to try to do that. You, you might get just a random 24 first out of the deal. Exactly, exactly. For someone that really needs a receiver and thinks it's a young star in the making, right? Right, by like week three, week four, whatever. Yes, he's gonna be, it's be week five, it. he's going to be back next week. All right, well, maybe you could sell then. I think that's probably the play I would do with JMO. I don't really have a bunch of shares at this point. I think I have like two or three. I've been getting such low ball offers, man. Like it's, it's kind of gross right now. Gross. So <laughs> I'm just holding on, but uh, good for you to get a deal done. Um, anyway, that was, uh, that was Mike's deal. Let us know what you think of his, man, because we have another one here. 12-team uh, Superflex IDP start 10 offense and 8 defense, uh, Mike. This is JB's deal. Uh, our boy JB is getting what? Justin Herbert and the 309. He's sending away the 104, 105, and Bailey Zappi. I mean, is this, just, is this just a flex? <laughs> this is a flex, man. This is our guy JB. What he, I, I like, too, that he, he posted it in the group chat for us. Like we're gonna tell him no, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> I think even he was like, 
is this real? Am I right? Am I this right? This Did is I this, actually get this right? This this is the easiest trade in the entire world. <laughs> Give me the Herbert. This is crazy. Side. I could care less about the Zappy or the three hundred nine. But just think about that though. Like he does send away Bailey Zappy. Like Bailey Zappy was an important piece where the guy's like, hey, yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll I'll send you a third too. Why not? Like you take it and in the IDP league as well, where the thirds are actually pretty valuable. It makes me think that uh, there's still a lot of the Mac Jones stink. Just someone's willing to oh say, I, I think this is less about actually believing in Bailey Zappi. If you watch the game that he got to start, you can't say, I believe in Bailey Zappi. You can't. <laughs> but what you can probably do, and I think a lot of people are doing, is they're ready to write Mac Jones off. They're ready to say he stinks, not really knowing that it was a defensive guy calling plays. That I think there's maybe more upside for Mac Jones than we saw last year. I think last year was really rough for the kid. But point is, Bailey Zappi's in a deal of this magnitude is just ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, this is the one, even the 309, because you said an IDP, like, I'd, I'd, I'll take that piece. I'd take that without IDP. Bailey Zappi just doesn't fit anything here. Right. 104 Start and 105. 10 too, Start 10 offense. How many times are you going to push a button on Bailey Zappi ever that, and feel I'm, good about it? I don't care if it's start 30 offense. I'm never going to feel good about pressing the button on Bailey Zappi. I don't care if it's start 20 Superflex. I'm never going to feel good about <laughs> pressing the button on Bailey Zappi to answer any questions you guys had about that matter. All right. But Herbert, like, okay, let's just say the 309 and Bailey Zappi cancel out, which I don't think they do, but let's just for the sake of argument. Like, how in the world do you convince somebody that Justin Herbert only costs? The last pick of the top four, which is going to be whatever quarterbacks left. Let's say it's A. Rich, and let's say it's JSN. I mean, in what world? I have no idea. Like, I know people I like no JSN, idea. but come on, man. Adam, the only thing I can think of is, is and the, you got to go out on a limb here. Like, this is me doing backflips. Do you know that IDP league that we started up this year where it's you right. know, start 11? Heavy, heavy, yes. And like start thirteen defense and the the scoring for defensive ends and outside linebackers, pass rushers are really is ridiculous. Right? right. They're they're on par warp wise, they're on par scoring wise with the elite quarterbacks. Yep. Maybe <laughs> maybe in that league, after like a couple years where people settle down, you'd be looking at it and going like Will Anderson is gonna be like the one oh two in this, you know, one oh two rookie pick in this league. Mm-hmm. It pushes everything else down a little bit more, right? You get but even then, let's even say Maybe. that. Let's even say it was that way. Let, let's just say this is 103 and 104 for the sake of that discussion. No. <laughs> okay. Because now I I'm get trying. what? No, no. Now I get what? C.J. Stroud and A. Rich? Okay, I got two shots at quarterback. But I'm we're trying. starting. We're, it's lineup, right? So, man, this is. Uh, JB out out here trying to break the trade show before it gets I'm started. Try, I'm trying, man. I, I, I appreciate trying. I appreciate the valiant effort, by the way. It just I can't have it today. Justin Herbert <laughs> should not be going. You got the Chargers jersey on yourself. You, you come on. No. There's no way we should be doing this to Justin Herbert. This is a guy that was going ADP ahead of Patrick Mahomes last year. One on one, baby. My goodness. Wow, it's this nuts. is crazy. That's crazy. All right, JB, let's get your uh, your trade off the screen. All right, so we got a 12-team Superflex tight end premium. Best ball start 11. Big Corey is acquiring Deshaun Watson. We've been seeing some Deshaun Watson trades in here lately. Straight up for the 101. This is the first time I've seen this, Mike. A top 12 okay. quarterback being bought on our trade show. One piece for one piece for the 101. What do you think here? I want the Watson side. Mm-hmm. But this is a very fair deal on both sides. Like, I can see the arguments for both of them. I personally want the Watson side. 
The only knock I have against this trade is just it's what Scott Connor talks about all the time, man. Our guy, he's been on this trade show a couple times now. He's fantastic yes. when we hook up with him. Where's the leverage? Right. Right. Where's the leverage? You're you're trading one for one. There's no leverage on each side. Startup wise, they're both gonna go about the same. Uh, you got a guy who's a top nine, top ten quarterback. You got the guy who's the RB one. Warp wise, they're probably worth about the same, to be honest, Adam. So Where's the leverage? Like one of you needs to just push the button on the other guy and be like, give me anything. Give me a third. Give me a future third. Give me $50 in fab because it's a best ball league. And this is going to matter later down the road. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Okay. So let's have the discussion about what you're going to do with the pick for a second. Okay. So it, everyone for the most part says Bijan is just unequivocally, the uh, unequivocally the one one right? So like, in best ball, I'm trying to create a scenario for me and for anybody else listening that you would move to Sean Watson for Bijan, even if you really love Bijan. Because for me, like Mike, I'd have to have five quarterbacks, four quarterbacks for sure, right? To even consider this. And, and we, then we even do, then, and then even then, I'm at, and then even then I'm asking like, is that really all I can get for Watson? Am I better off going right. to get a, a running back further down the list that's not Bijan and adding like? two receivers really spread it out in best ball even right like right. that's that's where my problem is with this is for, for the wild hokey side I, Corey's out here i think getting a win here and right now i mean the draft we're, we're recording this on sunday the 23rd by the time you're watching it the draft's already happened we know where Bijan's at we know who he's playing for we know what the the pick number is we know if maybe one of these other quarterbacks has gone really high to a great landing spot and if there's a discussion here but Right now, I feel like this is getting close to peak, which is why you could maybe leverage one-on-one straight up for Watson. I think this is a – and even if you took a quarterback, it's just so unlikely that that person even gets to where Watson is coming off of a, a bad year and not playing football for a while, right? Like, All right, so if you and I take out our Watson love on it, though, like if this is Kyler for the one-on-one, you want Bijan or do you want Kyler? I think I still want Kyler, honestly, but here's the, here's the, here's the difference there I, where I could a little more understand it. Watson's healthy. Watson's going to play week one, and he's going to actually be in a better spot this year because he's going to have all offseason. He's going to have his mm -hmm. weapons. He's going to be more rapport. Kyler's not probably going to be healthy, and if he's playing week one, he's not at full speed. So I understand at least that aspect of the difference between the two. So like if you told me it was Kyler, could understand it a little more, even though I'd probably still want Kyler. What about Dak? Dak, I understand if you want to take the one-on-one. -on -one. Just because the name and the sediment from him around the community, even if you think they're similar quarterbacks, it just seems like it's worse with Dak for, for whatever reason. I just think Watson's in the perfect spot for me where I go, like, I can see both sides. <clears throat> yes, and, and you and I both do have leagues where we have, like, two elite quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson's just floating around as your third, and you probably have another maybe one or two guys who are have jobs or pretty right. close. Like right. When we talk about a roster construction where it's like I do have this this ability to trade away Deshaun Watson, what better thing to trade it away than the RB1 walking in who hasn't even played it down yet, right? But is this generational guy that I truly believe in? Like I said, the only thing different is like I tax him somewhere. Mm -hmm. I tax him with something. I think it's very even. I think if you go on the other side of Watson, you go to the top eight quarterbacks or above, there's no question about it. Like, I'll take any of those guys over the one-on-one. Like, I want right. Fields. I want Lawrence, Herbert. Like, all those guys I'll take over the one-on-one. But 
Watson, I think, is kind of that cutoff point, at least for me, where like you get to the other side of it. I probably favor the one on one. Um, it's going to be league situation dependent, you know, scoring dependent, uh, but just in a vacuum. I think it's a pretty fair deal for me. I do lean Watson, but I understand it. I just, I hate it from the standpoint of there's no leverage for either one of these guys. Like, just tax the other dude just a little bit. That's all you need to do. I, 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 Mike, to be honest with you, I would need to see Wild Hokies team to even like discuss, okay, let's take one on one or even even gotcha. think about it, right? Like, just understanding how how slim quarterbacks are in Superflex, the ones that we care about. Like, there's teams out there that think they can compete, that they're rocking Geno legit as their quarterback, too. Right. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. What, what, is, what is Wild Ho- I need to know what Wild Hokey has in the bag of quarterbacks because if it's not stupid, I think this is I think this is how you end up making a foolish trade. Now, the one thing here is this. 101 right now, like there might be a, a scenario where he thinks he can move it for more than Big Corey's going to get. Maybe he can add 101 to something to go get a quarterback way north. And right. you got a totally different discussion as far as the movability because I think people are very high on Bijan in this class. I think that's probably the play if I was to take that pick is see, okay, knowing my league, can I leverage this? Plus even add a, add something decent. You know, Add another first, add a 111, 112, a 24 first get to a totally different neighborhood of quarterbacks, I think that's where you might be able to win the deal out. Understandable. All right, let's see what else we got, man. Um, So we now are looking at a 12-team super flex, tight end premium, lineup start 11, Mike. This is uh, Jonathan Taylor um, is being acquired by our guy Slenmo. He is sending away Rashad White, the 111 and the 208. So, Mike, lineup start 11, and the one thing I will say about this is Obviously, Rashad White's not anywhere near the level of Jonathan Taylor. Uh, people are getting pretty ahead of themselves, I think, on White because Lenny's out of town and there's this, okay, he's going to yes. be the guy in Tampa. But how good's Tampa going to really be? Um, he couldn't take the job away from Lenny. How good was he ever really in a game? So, I mean, I like him. I like him. I like him yeah. fine, but I'm, it's, it's a different neighborhood as Jonathan Taylor. The one thing I do see here is that 111 and 208, you could end up shooting your shot at three running backs here in a lineup, start 11, which give you multiple shots versus just one. But Jonathan Taylor to me on any one of these players, unless maybe that's Charbonnet in a great landing spot at 111, is going to end up being pretty significantly ahead of them as far as dynasty value goes at that position. Even in a best ball league, Adam, I'd still want JT. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe he's going that cheap. I, I mean, if you told me it was best ball, I might be tempted, and I don't know that I could. I don't know that I could send him away for this package, but I'd be very tempted. I'm good, I'm good man. Because I, I just know what what happens, man. Two oh eight, like that two oh eight sounds bad, but I, I have been constantly on the board at two oh eight, and I'm like picking between Kendry Miller and Izzy Abanikanda, and like guys I really want. So if you told me like I got Sharbs and that guy and White, I would be tempted in best ball, but I still think I'm like, nah, I want JT. Right? This right. is lineup. This is totally a different conversation. <laughs> Not to like go full mode analysis on Rashad White. He was a prospect that you and I both liked, right? Like we both like his game. We liked his film. We liked his breakdown when we watched uh, Ray break him down on his film session. Yeah. Yep. But you hit on some things, man. That that was with Tom Brady. Okay. Right. Right. That, that was with the goat. Now we're looking at what Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, a rookie that they bring in possibly. Uh, not to mention, who's to say they don't bring in another running back? Day three, Tank Bigsby, right? 
one of these guys, Roshan Johnson, something like that. Now he has competition again. Yeah, what if that one eleven you're taking Zach Charbonnet who gets drafted by Tampa Bay? What if you're taking <laughs> what if what what if Izzy goes there? What if any one of those guys you're taking there right. all of a sudden you take a the timeshare of Rashad White again, right? Well, last year we saw with a hurt Leonard Fournette who everybody will swear to you is cooked. Still couldn't beat him out. <laughs> Lenny's still getting the valuable touches, still putting in the work on a better offense. Rashad White's overrated as hell, man. <laughs> Dynasty. So like I I guess maybe if you're one of those people who's overrating him, this this trade looks pretty good. <laughs> but JT's just good at football, man. Like he's kind of <laughs> like that Derrick Henry. He's one of those running backs where, you know, until he dies, dies, <laughs> like till it's over, over. You're just going to keep plugging them away, man. Nick Chubb yeah, falls right. into that category, right? The Aaron Joneses of the world, the right. Dalvin Cooks. Like, these guys just won't die out. And, uh, you know, I'm just comfortable acquiring them and just letting them die on my roster. You know what I mean? 100%. I think the thing, too, Mike, is that, like, I think there's two schools of thought here and where this one, I think, meets where Taylor, for me, is the way. L- let's say you're, you're somebody that just is like, at this position of running back, I'm going to kind of devalue it as a whole. And I just want a bunch of shots. And I want to plug these in to try to make – just keep pace as close as I can. And I want to win at QB and tight end and wide receiver. Okay, right. fine. But even with that school of thought, a lot of times every one of those guys talk about having the hero RB, right, and how important right. that can be. So, okay, yeah, you get three shots here, right? But Jonathan Taylor to me is one of the guys, the few guys still, even with Bijan coming in, even if you think Brees Hall is going to be healthy, that his – hero RB worthy, right? And this is a cheap price, truthfully, right. to acquire him. Most people are viewing the 111 like a second-round pick. You can't trade 111 out for a 24 to random people for the most part. So, like, I I think this is a pretty cheap price in a league that's only starting 11 to go secure your hero RB, who two years ago you would have had to send twice this at least to get to Jonathan Taylor. So I, I, I like it for the slimmo side. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let's not talk just about JT, but let's insert running back. How far down do you have to go on the running back? Like take mm. out the JT part. How far down of a running back before you want the other side? So mm, great question. Uh, Saquon. Nah, I want Saquon still. Are you are you Kenneth, there? Yeah, Kenneth Walker. I think I still want Kenneth Walker, but okay. might be enter- I might entertain it a little more there, but I'm probably still taking K- uh, KW three. Austin Eckler. I think I might be willing to cash out on Austin Eckler for this just because I think Austin Eckler with the uncertainty of him going back to LA, him getting older. It's not that I don't think he could smash for another season. If he stays with LA and he, I, I totally think that's the case, but also with him getting to that age point, this is not a horrible get out of jail card for Austin Eckler guys right now. Okay. What about uh Jameer Gibbs? And we'll do two of them. Jameer Gibbs, the first one. Gibbs is tough. I might be willing to trade, take this package on Gibbs, but it's close. I would say it's 50-50 for me. It depends okay. on what I now have. Now, instead of Jameer Gibbs, the 107. Oh. <laughs> because of Levis, I'll take uh, I'll take the 107. All right. Uh, Nick Chubb, your Cleveland boy. Mm. See, like Eckler and Chubb, those are the same thing for me. Like, I – Gotcha. I want I want Chubb, I want Eckler, but with their age and how they're viewed in Dynasty, if I can get out for this, I might do it. Josh Jacobs? Same same discussion. I think I'd take I would take the package if I could, but it's only because I think those guys can absolutely smash, 
but they're all an injury away if they have a season-ending injury of complete cliff and value. All right, I think we kind of found it. So Travis Etienne then. Um, he's it's a tough one. I think I'd probably still take the package there just because I think he's a little overvalued, even though I like him. I, I'm I'm kind of with you, man. I get down to about RB eleven, twelve, and we can start really having a conversation. Right. Anything above it, I'm taking the running back. I get it. I get it, man. And I think, I think what's tough is, um, you know, it kind of depends on my room too, right? Like if I have, if I have one of these teams I built, let's say from two years ago, and I have like four or five running backs in this range, I'll liquidate one of them for this because I'm trying to get out of having all these running backs that are very risky. Good point. Good right? point. They get you into a wide receiver or Michael Mayer or something. 100%. You don't have to take Charbonnet. You can take somebody else. A hundred percent. Whereas if I don't have that, if I'm like coming out of a rebuild and I want to go get a running back, this I, if I'm coming out of a rebuild, Mike, and I'm ready to push the button this year now, th- this is a trade I want to make immediately. I'm breaking my phone excited to go get JT because that's what you want to do when you leverage out of some of these rebuilds is like, let me go get JT for – you know, Rashad White, 111, 208. And a lot of times I'm trying to figure out how I can cut roster spots on those type teams. So Exactly. Um I good, good. I like it. I like it for Slimo personally. All Me right. So too, man. Let's go into the next one. Ten team, super flex lineup, start twelve, Mike. Jamo's back. Jamo is back. Uh Jamo in the one oh nine for the one oh three. So this is the Smash the one oh three. Now ten ten team does, right, take the quarterbacks that aren't elite a little bit further down. But this is still the 103 because, like, I, here's the thing. Even then, like, I get my top choice of quarterback, or I get I'm not. You're not going to get Bijan, but you're going to get JSN. You're going to get Gibbs, Gibbs. Like, right, like right. your choice in a 10 team. If the QB is devalued enough, right. you know your league. Right, doesn't have to be a QB. It very well could be the QB one of the class, though. Correct. Because somebody exactly. else takes JSN at two. You know, so <laughs> I'd imagine Bijan's definitely going to go one here. So then at 102 and 103, you're going to get what's left of your top quarterback or JSN or Gibbs, whatever your pick is. So to go from 109 to 103 here, because I think like in a league like this, Levis is probably going to fall out pretty good. So like I, I'm t- totally comfortable getting off of JMO on 109 to go get 103. I think this is easy uh, CM Frank 201 side. No doubt about it, especially when you look at a 10 team. I know it's start 12. Uh, so it deepens it a little bit, but we still want studs at him. We want studs. And we have all these questions about JMO. And there was a point people valued him as a stud, <laughs> wide receiver 18. Uh, those days are gone, though, Adam, for a while. For a while until he shows difference. So he's more valued like a wide receiver three or four and maybe lower in some people's minds. So the fact that you can walk into a, you know, top 12 running back-ish and, and Gibbs, if that's the worst case, uh, maybe you walk into a, Someone like JSN, if he does get the draft capital here at the end of the week, uh, kind of being everybody's clear wide receiver one, he's going to be valued within that top 20. Like he's going to replace where JMO was. So you package that and another guy that's probably going to be in the wide receiver three range for for a guy who's instantly moves you into the top 20 wide receivers in a 10-team league, sign me I'm I'm, I'm totally in, man. I think – on a lot of levels. So, um, well done. Well done. Um, newer patron K K Joff, I think is his, uh, name in discord. All right. 14 team super flex IDP. Again, Mike, we're back to this IDP thing. Start nine offense, seven defense. Um, Ty T go three receiving miles Sanders, the four thirteen and a 24 first from, uh, J Penna. Oh, two ACE B is acquiring, uh, Derek Henry, 
uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, a 24 fifth, and a 214 in this class. So, you know, a second-round pick, late, you know, basically a third-round pick. Derrick Henry, Peoples-Jones, a fifth. For Sanders, a first in the 413. What do you say here, Mike? DPJ and the fifth are just kind of irrelevant. The 413's irrelevant. Uh, Derrick Henry in the 214, which is, I mean, <laughs> it's really like for us normal people who play in 12-team leagues, it's what, early to mid-third? So it's but, uh, add, it's like the 304. It's real five. Like, the way I look at this one is, yeah, I, I'm 100% with you. When you break this down, right, you can't let, – let's just take for the – at least for lean, leaning points away. Like, we're not going to lean the trade over DPJ, 24 fifth, and 413. No. When we're only starting nine offense and seven defense, right? So, remove those yeah, pieces. Really Miles Sanders over 214 for me. Even even in this, like, okay, we want to get off of Sanders. He just got a, he's got a decent deal in Carolina. They're probably going to use him. 214 to me is okay. Like, there's probably some running backs in that class, but let's even say those cancel out. I think I'd rather have Sanders, but let's cancel them out. 24 first for me. Like, if you know that you want to bet against Jay Penna 02, I'm comfortable sending Derrick Henry for that pick for sure. If I just take away the junk, though, it's like Derrick Henry in a mid third for Miles Sanders and a 24 first. Right. I mean, I just talked about how much I like Derrick Henry, uh, and that's just kind of a guy that I'm going to ride to the wheels fall off, but. Adam, anytime I could tear down to another running back a little bit farther down uh, in Miles Sanders, no matter how much I love him, a little bit farther down. But I get a random 24 first at this point. I get to bet against somebody else's team in a 14-team league. That's a big deal because you don't know what that 24 first could become. JB tells us all the time about how great that class is already lining up to be uh, with some superstars at the top. Give me all the shots I can to go get those. So if I got to tear down Derrick Henry for first Sanders and a first, and I got to throw in some extra junk <laughs> to get the deal done, I'm all for it. And, and I, you know, I, I just pulled it up on Discord. Uh, if you saw me looking down at my phone, a lot of times when I'm doing that, I'm I'm looking at the pieces that I didn't remember in Discord. And I, I thought this was the case. I, I've seen this league with Ty him ask about it a lot. So this is now his sixth, uh, 24 first in this class. Ooh, the one thing I am noticing too. You know, Ace B is sending Jay Penna's pick. So I think what's happening is Ty is looking to acquire the Affinity Stones, right? He's looking to acquire the Affinity Stones because he's trying to get as many as he can, leverage his chances at earlier picks in the 24 class. I, I really like what he's doing here, honestly, because I'll say this Sanders probably, like, if Henry's healthy, Sanders is not going to likely give you what Henry does. Maybe no. not even a little bit close. Maybe at best 60% production, right? If you're in a good spot yeah, right but i can go buy another running back later but if i have a chance to hold this pick and just see what it becomes and see let's say jay penno two's teetering on the playoffs like you have a window with all those first you have now if your team's ready go in and if it's not i'll just sit and just i will clean up the top picks in the 24 class right give me all my chances at those qbs uh you know rocket sanders and marvin harrison jr right. all the guys in that class i'll just hold them I like what we doing. love we love 23 for the depth, but we love 24 because of the outright studs coming yes. in who are going to walk into top positions in dynasty ranks like right out the gate. Right. Whether that's tight end with Brock Bowers, Brock whether Bowers, that's wide yes. receiver 
with Marvin Harrison Jr. or whether that's one of these quarterbacks like Drake May or Caleb Williams. So, 100%. And that's not even included, man, up until this last year with some of the – I know we all hate running backs now, but the Travion 24 Henderson, class – The Rocket 24 Sanders. class was running backs. Like Logan. there was Bijan, and then like these dudes weren't very far behind. And Correct. nobody really cared about like Gibbs and Charbonnet and all these other guys. Like we knew they were good and they had depth, but the 24 class does have some absolute units in it, what we're looking at right now. So – I'm good. Give me the down tier. Let me just get another running back who's got a pulse, and uh, let me collect those infinity stones, as you said. You know, you know. Uh, all right, so JMO's back, man. Um, Mr. Wonderful's getting JMO here. Uh, so this, this is is this where this you buy? Is, this is where I buy JMO. There we go for this junk. I had a go feeling ahead, I was people. I was hoping we might have a chance to see a buy one, and I wasn't sure. That's why I asked you. So here we got. Um, for those listening on podcast, can't see it. Mr. Wonderful's acquiring JMO. He is sending away to B Hall, who is also, you know, these are two patrons here. Um, Josh Reynolds, 24 second from Mr. Wonderful, 25 third from Mr. Wonderful. So let's just start and let's let's kind of cut out the fat. Like, listen, I like thirds a lot, you know, and if I know I need to rebuild badly, I'll I'll if someone has my 25 third, I'll see what I can do to get it back. But in 2023, before the season starts. I'm I'm throwing that into any type of deal if I need to get something. Like, right. you could just have that. Here, have it. We'll figure this out way down the line, man. That's so far away for a third-round pick. I don't care, honestly, about that. Twenty. If it's a 25 first, I think I'm having a different conversation. When it's a 25 third, I don't care. 24 second, that's your own. I mean, okay, if your team flops completely, yeah, it ends up being a decent little pick. But with the, in the scenario where it's mid to late, like a mid to late 24 second, Mike, for JMO, because Josh Reynolds doesn't really do much for me. This third doesn't do much for me. I'm 100% in. I'll buy JMO at this price, man. Because I because I know when he's getting ready to play, even if I don't want to hold him, I can sell him for more than this. Correct. We, we talked about it earlier, man. You get to week four, week five, the hype starts to build. You might find some sucker in your league who goes, I, my team's doing well. I'm 4-0, I'm 5-0, whatever, 4-1, uh, looking good. JMO's coming back. I always kind of liked him. Here, take my 24 first. And all of a sudden, you've turned Josh Reynolds. 24 you're 24 second and a 25 third into a what we were just talking about a shot right. at one of the infinity infinity stones for uh for a pretty good class first. we like it, even if it ends up being late you still made a profit i mean yeah and i think that's the other thing to think about like if you told me real quick mike just on the other side that that says 24 or even 25 first i think i might be okay with it right if you just i'm just getting a liquid first even if it's a year or two down the line uh, you can have all these pieces, man. Um, right. Like, I'm not – I don't mind rostering Josh Reynolds in, in best ball, but I also don't care if I don't have him. You know, like, it's, I'm good. <laughs> it doesn't break my heart. Yeah. I'm not know, actively acquiring I have Josh no Reynolds. idea what my share percentage is on Josh Reynolds. I can tell you that. It's probably not high, but if I lost him or kept him, it doesn't matter to me. All right, Jag and MD Haven 17. Mike, uh, I know this is a 12-team Superflex League. Didn't put all the settings in here. I know we're in this league. Um, I'm trying to remember. Was this BB Resurrection 1? I forget what league it was, but uh, Jag, for those on podcast, Jag is acquiring Deontay Johnson, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, 24-4th, and he is sending away Jameson Williams, Kayshawn Boutte, and a 24-1st. <laughs> I die or you die. You you died. I was talking and it was like all I I saw you were paused and I'm like is he just like being I really stoic? Like, well, I, pa- I paused like looking at you like uh 
right. I know where to cut it. I'll, I'll just keep going. All right. So, um, all right, Mike. So this is a 12 team Superflex. I know you and I are in this league. I can't remember exactly what league it is. I don't know if you Rusty do. Tromboners, Rusty Tromboners. Man. There it is. It's Rusty Tromboners. Best ball league. It is yep. a best ball league too. So yeah, best ball league. I think it's like start 12 or 13. It's a it's a typical South Harmon, um, you know, best right. ball league. So Jags acquiring Amon Ross St. Brown, Deontay Johnson, a 24 fourth for Jamison Williams again, Kayshawn Boutte and a 24 first. Smash Mike, Jag. Mike, I mean, this is one of those too where, like, I, I look at this right, and I think about like the MD Haven side. And I know he said I think he's getting a, a few twenty four first, and I know he's cl- trying to clean up an orphan. But he like, let let's just play devil's advocate on the other side real quick for a second. Like that twenty four first has to be a top three four pick for me to even start thinking about this trade because it's, I, I, it's a I'm possibility around- with Jag. <laughs> It is right. So, but but let, let, let let's just think about it because Amon Ross St. Brown to me, with with Jamo not playing the first six games, right. is is going to basically be locked into a top seven wide receiver in Dynasty. Next we year. already liked him before the Jamo news. <laughs> the only per, the only receiver in this class that might go ahead of him just out the box is Marvin Harrison Jr. because people are nuts about him, right? Right. So unless that pick is for sure in the range to get Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm already not feeling good about letting go of Amon Ra because Boutte is a name I don't – I know everyone's excited, but, like, they shouldn't be. The people that are still excited should not be excited. Um, Listen, I want to take some shots on Boutte. Like, I, I still like him as a prospect. I don't think he's completely dead, but it's not looking good. Okay, Let's just it's say this. When I found good. out – when we found out we've been mispronouncing his name for forever and his new name is Booty, that's all I needed to know. <laughs> like, it's – we know what we need to know about him. He's Booty. Uh, JMO here. So let's just let's just kind of say this, Mike. JMO versus Deontay in a twenty-four fourth. Are you taking JMO or Deontay there? I take Deontay straight up. <laughs> Interesting. You just you gave me a free fourth. Congratulations. Thank you. I think that's honestly like a, a reasonable enough trade. Like if I'm rebuilding, I, I don't know what Deontay currently goes for. I think in market, even with his depression that's coming with the the gambling, I bet you they're probably similar. But like, if you told me that's what I'm losing out on, I'm getting a safer receiver that's not right. doesn't have the sexy name, but I can fill that in in a best ball team versus JMO, who mm-hmm. we're still kind of wish casting. I I will happily do that if I can get Amon Ra for my for my 24 first. Like I, I'll yeah. take that part of it. I think that's the biggest part of the deal um, that makes it to me so worth it in this trade to just take Jag's side because do you, do you want to hear my breakdown real quick yes please because it's simple it's simple for yes, the people please. yes okay. please yes please Amra is very good at football very good at football you tell me it cost a random 24 first for Amra, I will smash the piss out of Amra. Yeah, we're in. if I'm Jag and I even remotely like my team I look at this deal as I send it away Jamo Boutte and a 24 first and I get Amra St. Brown period Period. I would do that for Amra alone, and this man goes here. Have Deontay in a fourth because true. <laughs> this, this. I mean, I'm not to not to be an asshole, but I am an asshole. Uh, this is also why I said I appreciate. Thank you for taking over the orphan, and uh, thank you for your donation. <laughs> I saw that in the league chat, and I, I love when Mike comes on here and says, uh, "Not to be an asshole." What? 
like why even say that because he 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 means to be an asshole he is an asshole he he knows exactly what he's doing but i do like that he prefaces it that way you know you gotta before you say something really disrespectful like, you have yeah. to say with all due it's respect. like yeah it's like when you say with all due respect right like my, my boss uh he is i mean he's notoriously crazy he i mean Listen, he, man, he does the, that the, on with all due respect and when you know the, when he does that he's about to that lean is the into the name of this trade show right here with <laughs> all due respect 51 jameson williams with, with all, all due, due respect. respect i love that i do Nailed like it. that with all due respect <laughs> my boss will just and he in when he does that you know he's got he's gonna say something that's giving you zero respect it's purposefully oh setting up like not it's gonna completely disown you as a person so um yeah i think i this is one of those where congrats jag i think this is a easy win for you the only way this is even close is if you tell me that's a top three four pick next year uh, otherwise right. this isn't close personally like if this is 107 even or later like it's i'm easy. good i'm easy i'm around like i would love to have i'm around for that cheap all right let's uh let's get off a of jags deal we got a couple more to get through here 12 team super flex tight end premium best ball start 10 mike um brady miller is getting michael Pittman jr for the combination of trey mcbride and Traylon burks best ball start 10 um, what do you think here, man? Is this is this worth consolidating to, to Michael Pittman Jr.? Man, this one's tough. This one's tough because I really love MP, uh, MPJ. Really yeah, love him for sure. Uh, last year, everybody kind of got over their skis a little bit, and we were we were more like pumped the brakes on uh, MPJ. But he he had some really good good things that happened to him, and I guess when we had Nate Liss on, it just kind of seals it for me, right? Like I right, love Michael right. Pittman Jr. The hard part is I love Traylon Burks, and it's best ball with a tight end premium, and you know my affinity for just take one good asset and break them up into two pretty good assets, right? They don't quite hit that, but they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yep, yep. This is tough. Um, I think if I already had some depth, though, I don't mind consolidating. If my team didn't have enough depth, if I wasn't roster constructed properly, uh, I'd take the Burks and the, the McBride side. Um, but if I, if I got some depth... Like I'm okay doing a little bit of a tearing up. Like I know I'm the I, tear down king, but I, I, I think specifically I'll tear though, up every now and then. I think specifically to me, it depends on my depth at tight end, right? If right. I have, right, right. if I have five tight ends, I will comfortably like I, I actually yeah, want McBride. Yeah, yep. I, I want McBride plenty, but if I have five tight ends that I feel good about, I'll go ahead and go up to Pittman Jr. Because I'm also worried about Burke's outlook. And someone was ask, actually asking me on one of these shorts I put out. What would happen to Traylon Burks if they drafted a receiver in the first round? And I don't know that's going to happen, but like I, that would not be great for his value. I'd probably be more interested in buying them because I think people would panic. But like that, the yeah. outlook for him next year is not the greatest given the situation. I think it's we got to be careful about just dooming a player because of one situation. But I think at least for the immediate future, it's not the sexiest spot for Traylon to be in. Can can he be right. better than that in the future? Sure, in Dynasty, yeah. But right now, Pittman even in a, a not great spot, has been good enough. And I think he has a bigger ceiling than does Burks. If I have a good tight end room, I will send the, the package. If I don't, I'd probably consider the other side. But, man, I would I would be hoping that I could maybe find someone else that would give me something a little better. But it, 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 if you want to get more shots at the dartboard and best ball for this, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with right. that. All right, Mike, all right, Mike, last one here. Uh, 16 team, Superflex PPR, start 10. Just the mere fact that it's a 16 team, at least that I do see two quarterbacks going back because oh that's God. crazy. Start 10 in the middle of a rebuild. So, Go H Devil is getting Trevor Lawrence, 24 second, 25 first, 
for Dak in the 101, Mike. What do you say here, man? 16-team super flex. Crazy. Uh, random 25 first and a 24 second for the 101. And obviously, you get the big upgrade from Dak to T-Law. I want Dak in the 101. Do you? Okay. In a rebuild, too. I want Dak in the 101. All right. I, I just... I, I'm asking the I'm asking the question with all due respect. I'm just asking the it's, question. It's you know? tough, man, because you, you you hit it though. Like it, I think it's a pretty sizable upgrade. It's not huge, but it's, it's decent enough. It's it's sizable. And, and, and let's that, say this: but, I think T Law is one of the guys that could. I think he's teetering right now between the elite tier and the tier that Dak's in. Right? I think he's entrenched in the middle. I think with a great season this year he could get himself into the Herbert mix and ahead of him. Like he he has right. that range of outcomes. So I know. That's the big piece you're doing this for in a rebuild is to, to land that. The problem for me is, okay, let's even say in the rebuild you want that. Let's even say uh, I, I don't. I probably wouldn't do this, but if you were to say if Dak and a first for T Law, but the problem is now you're talking 101, man. 101 mm-hmm. is in this league. Look, this is one of these leagues, Mike, where I don't think that Bijan will go at 101. Yeah, 16 the, team. One- he won't go yeah. because because now it's just there's too many needs at quarterback. Like somebody's got to take is. the top quarterback. So now the problem for me is you're getting off of a quarterback as well, and you could be getting back not getting one, right? Like that 25 first in a league like this, if that's 106 and later, like they could all be gone. Positional scarcity is going to hit people in the teeth, one for Horrible. quarterback. But, but let's also not forget that the running back market is pretty disgusting too. Like we talk about it with – For sure. You know, you're going to have people who are starting RB32 <laughs> as their, their second running back. And that's like just being nice. Correct. Like there's people who are probably starting RB40 as their number one running back. So Bijan's also going to carry a shit ton of weight because you just know the certainty. Every single week you plug him into your lineup. No question about it. You don't have to think twice. You don't go, oh, well, maybe Rashad Penny's getting 40% of the work in Philadelphia this week, and I can plug him in. Right. The set it and forget it running backs are I also going to be extremely rare. And, and, that, and one That's also, also kind of why I say, like, whether it's Bijan or whether you, it's another quarterback, I still look at it and go 16-team super flex. The leverage is on that side for me yeah, because I, I know those assets. I get that for sure. Let, let me ask you this because – the only way I would even think about the top side, even as much as I love T-Law, which I think T-Law to Dak, I made the trade on the on the wrong end of this, and I totally regret it, by the way. There was a uh, trade I made, Gabe, shout out to you if you're listening, um, in Royal Rumble. But I think the size it's sizable between these two. But he, here's the thing. If I was going to think about taking this trade, because I don't want to, like I would have to say, okay, I'm sending uh, Nakamura 79 Dak in this 101. But if I see both of these picks, 24 and 25, and I'm like, man, this team is on the verge of imploding. Right. If that, if I saw that, like, this is 16 team, and I'm like, this guy has zero depth, and his starters are kind of grim. Like, Bijan might right. save it, but he probably won't. I don't even know if I'd do it then. But that's the only way I'd even consider it. Like, this team is for sure worth betting against. I'm talking all aging guys, right, like, where this team could completely implode. That's the only way I even think about this because I think the problem is if that 25 first that you're going to wait for is not in a top six range, you're going to hate this trade, I think, personally. That's just my view on it. I feel you. I I, I want more. Yes. <laughs> I want more. But it's not out of the realm of possibility you look on it in a couple of years, what you were just saying, where you go like, oh, man, this is a 25 
101. I don't even know who the hell's in the like 25th class. You know, we got Judkins. I got him and Nick Singleton. That's about it. But I don't know where you go from like the quarterback standpoint, like who's going to be those guys. But still, though, the 101 in just about any class is going to carry a shit ton of leverage. So if it was definitely along there where this guy is, what you said, could implode very shortly, I can understand it. But looking at it right now, I go, man, this is too much, man. I got all the leverage with the 101, whether that's a quarterback, whether that's Bijan for the scarcity I talked about, and they're both top 12 quarterbacks. Like, I get it. T-Law is better than Dak. Uh, you want him over him, but not at the expe- Not at the expense of your pick at quarterback <laughs> or Bijan. And when uh, Dak's good enough, you get, I mean, those listen in 16 team, those pieces are nice 24, you know, 24 second, 25 first. But what if that's 116 in 25? Good lord, you, a, you hate yourself. That's a mid second. These like, people playing in 16 team super flex leagues are insane. Go H Devil. Let's just say this um, the fact that you're in a 16 team super flex league and, and making a trade of this magnitude. Good for you, because that is a, that is a hellacious hey, type league. Yeah, that's a that that is crazy stuff. But uh, I thought it was another good trade show. When you guys are watching this, remember some of these picks that we talk about. You're already going to have more information. We're recording this on the Sunday prior. Uh, we're gearing up because we're going to be giving you all that you want on Thursday and on Friday, and right after this features on Saturday for the the the, the NFL draft. So make sure you're tapping into that with us. I know you right. already have on you, Thursday. You and watch Friday. this. You watch this Saturday during the premiere. Come Just right over to stay us. Stay right here cool. on the channel. We'll be on here for the rest of the day. You'll, so. you'll catch us. You know, watch this from ten to eleven, and you'll catch us at noon. Just just stay tapped in. Um, Definitely but if you do- more hungover. <laughs> Be ready to go, man. Listen, we gonna, we're going to get through this, all right? One way or the other. But make sure if you want your deals featured on the show, patreon.com forward slash South Arm. And a dollar a month gets you in the door to post in the Shithead Trades channel. We have other tiers with other bigger things as well. Um, if that's not for you, please just go down and hit the subscribe button if you found this valuable. Uh, like or comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know we're crazy. You know, you want JMO. Let us know, you know, you're an idiot. We, 16 team, I want T-Law. We want to hear it, whether it's good or bad. We want to hear all of it. Um, so other than that, we appreciate you guys tapping in. We hope you're having a great weekend. We will see you in about an hour for the NFL draft day three. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.